Welcome to Mask Off Podcast. We're back, part two, with my man Crondon. And this episode particularly kind of hit home with me and struck a chord. You know, before I started this podcast, I would say, why me? Like, why should I be doing this? Why should I be the one talking about it? In reality, it's really about why not me? And we should really, you know, push ourselves to do the things that we really want to do instead of holding ourselves back. So let's continue with that. Let's always push forward. And let's get into the second episode with my man Crondon. So I'm gonna stay on the hip hop thing, man. So okay. you getting into a heaviest influence in you. When is Crondon born? Years later. So many because like I say I'm still a kid. I don't even have kids yet. Um, and I started getting into that and having babies. It was just a lot. Like so much happened. You know, I had a baby. Like the riots happened first, and then I had a baby, and I'm like, what the fuck, right? Uh oh, <laughs> here we go. You said you could do it. Now you got to do it. Can you really do it? Whoa. You got this little human being running around, and um, you're still a kid, and you go through some mistakes, and um, I went through that, and, mm-hmm. I, and I went through, a, a, and and you you know just with the struggles of going through the the like I say the disbelief from parents and her parents and she being Latin, me being a black man, you know, and, and a black man who doesn't look black, from, mm-hmm. you know, um, from the to the ignorant eye. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, it was like, okay, God had put, he'd born me into an adverse situation. Yep. And then I placed myself in an adverse situation. Mm. Uh, mm. Right? So I'm born into one. Mm-hmm. And then I thrust myself into one uh, on my own. Mm-hmm. And, and luckily at that point, I was mature enough. And not, I'm still very much so immature at that point. But I, I knew that I knew enough to know that, okay, I put myself here, right? And this is the choice. Am I going to be like them, mm. right? Or am I going to set a new tone? And, and early on, G, I got my ass out there and hustled mm. and got in them streets, you know? And my daughter was born in 93. It's on my arm. Mm-hmm. But word to my God, brother, by 92, I was already had my own damn near my own business, bro. God is my witness. And my grandmother, my kids, and everybody is my witness. I have my own business. Gee, when they kicked the riots off, when they kicked the riots off in 92, April 29th, Mike, mm-hmm. I was at work. I was 14 fucking years old at work. Not in school, not at Dorsey High School. Mm-hmm. I might have been 15 at that time. Not in school, at Dorsey High School like I should have been. Mm-hmm. I was at a fucking... Stand set up at the Crenshaw swap meet selling shit hmm. fully because my man had put me on. Yeah, I was in the streets and I and, and I just in and, and, and good or bad because by that time I kind of put the bad up, hmm. you know. I might sell a little weed, I was committed to the weed, mm-hmm. but I but I wasn't fucking with no dope. Yeah. Fuck the dope. I didn't want to be near or next to nobody that even smoked dope hmm. or did dope or wanted dope or anything about dope by that time. I was living with my grandmother. I got away from my stepmama, you know, all of that, and 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 was working at that time. Mm. And then, like I say, a year later, I got a baby. Now riots come, burn everything down. Now I'm in the streets trying to figure it out. The baby come, like I say, I made some mistakes, man. And about um, man, shit, four, not even four years. My baby was born. Like two years later. Three years later, two, three years later, G, um, 
run into this cat named John Stockton. <laughs> Jay Stock. Right? I knew he was going to love this part. <laughs> I'm in the hood on the west side. Um, got a baby. Right? Hustling. Selling weed to everybody in Hollywood and all the rappers that come in town. You know? Cause my man Mike Ross, let me tell you, I ain't gonna tell. I'm gonna tell too much. I'm gonna tell too much shit. <laughs> but yeah, I was. I was just one of them kids. Remember, cause I was the kid you always remembered. Mm -hmm. We met him of once, course. so I took advantage of that a little bit, you know. And and I wasn't like an asshole, so I, you know, cats would see me, they liked me, you know. And then I would, I would, I would, uh, you know, yeah, I was around the town. So um, John Stockton was a, a huge industry cat in the time, you know, early 90s, you know, throughout the 2000s. Well, really, the 90s, he ran that shit in, on the West. Mm -hmm. And and um, I'm on the West side running, running the streets, you know. And it was a record store called Martin's Records on Pico and Redondo. Okay. And, and rest in peace to Walker Martin because Walker Martin is like the godfather of you know, the Los Angeles retail game. Mm. And on, on the music side. On the music side, yep. And, um, and he's resting in peace, and he's just so pivotal in my career. Bigger B, rest in peace career. Mm, Chase Infinite's career. Mercer's career. So many people's career. I'm not, I'm, I'm forgetting of so many people, but he's so, it's just so pivotal. But he um, would have in stores, this is in the day of when there was like, say, no in, in, internet. So mm -hmm. artists had to really go hood to hood like a, like a politician to get people to buy their records. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm in the hood selling weed and running around, and they're doing Def Jam is doing, because uh, John Stock was at Def Jam at the time, and, and they're doing an in store at Martin's Records right in my neighborhood, you know? And um, I pull up as the nig that I think I am, and I'm moving around the town and figuring out what's going on and, you know, might have sold a bag or something. <laughs> and, and and I meet John Stockton. I meet him. I never met him. Mm. And I see, but I, 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 I was observant, and I piped him at the in-store, and I peeped. He was the man. You know, I got to call John after this, too, because he hot, because I ain't getting my new number yet. But <laughs> I... I, I um, I did. You know what? I'm lying. I did get my new number. He didn't call me from it though. <laughs> but I guess so I gotta call him anyway. Um and he I seen, I said, okay, that's the cat. And I think I told asked Martin. I'm like, who's the kid? And he's like, oh, that's John Stock. You don't know. And Martin was a funny nigga if you knew him. Oh, he was a funny nigga, bro. Talk more shit than the man. And he and he's like, oh, you don't know John Stockton? He's the nigga. He's the man. You don't know he's running Def Jam, out of all the bullshit, right? And I'm like, oh, okay, boom, boom. So I don't know, G. Honestly, I walked up to that man. I promise you, God is my witness, <laughs> Lord Jesus. You know I'm telling the truth. I walked up to that man and I said, bro, I'm trying to get on. Mm. Like, that's when that time. Like, bro, I'm I'm trying to. I'm really trying to get on, you know? And and by that time, you gotta remember, like I had been around it just because of my, my boy Cassine and, mm -hmm. and and been to clubs and in the industry is I've been up to record labels and seen what it was. So I'm like, I'm trying to, shit, I'm in the hood right now. You know, I got a baby, I'm in the hood, I'm out here selling little sacks, shit. Hold on, bro. Uh, and I, I didn't come at him that way, but pretty much I did. And I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to get on, bro, I'll do whatever. I'm like, bro, I'll, at this point, I'll do what the fuck you want me to do you hear me and I ain't talking to him like that but I'm presenting yeah. myself that way and and John Stockton man oh my gosh who he seen he looked down tall motherfucker looked down <laughs> on me 
and he said, "Oh, really?" And and and, and he always talks about mm. this. He liked my style. I always had a keen sense for the swag. I guess, you know? <laughs> so and 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 he 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 liked my. I had to, I remember I had the Adidas sweatsuit on with the Adidas on the Adidas windbreaker sweatsuit and the Adidas on. I was just chilling, you know. But I, I was on some Russell Simmons shit before I even knew that that's what it was. Mm-hmm. I just had an Adidas sweatsuit on with some Adidas because I was just a nigga from the hood. That's what dope dealers dressed like. That so mm-hmm. I always dressed like yeah. a dope dealer. So at that point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and especially because by this point, Mike, the whole house thing and all that shit had faded, faded out. Faded The whole conscious, how, Biggie is around now, yeah, nigga, now, and yeah. Nas and all mm-hmm. of that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's 94, 95 at this point. So I'm like, okay, um, put me on. He looked down. He liked my swag. He like, yeah, I like your style. Okay, come up to my office on this day. Uh, you know, one of them. Mm-hmm. Here's my card. Come up to my office on this day. And uh, sure enough, a week or two go by, I call him, tell him I'm going to come up there. Sure enough, I, I caught the bus up there or something to Def Jam Records where he worked. And uh, he gave me an internship, my mm. brother. Yeah. So you was doing promotions? Oh, yeah. And he had you on retail or what you have you on? He had me on everything. Okay. Um, retail, mix show, and doing everything, man, early on. I did. I worked for John for quite some time, and um, and he put me on. He didn't. I didn't just work for him. I interned for him. I interned for him strictly for maybe about a year and a half mm. um hard and by intern for all y'all that don't know that means working and learning for free yeah that that means hustling that means you know yeah. doing all the like dirty work mm-hmm. i mean like you're happy if that cat buys your lunch lunch huh happy like, yeah i mean you get access and you get to go to events sometimes or you might be the motherfucker outside the event Hanging shit up, passing out fires, passing out everything And else. I was both. You know? John made sure. That's why I love him so much. And like I told you, I just like, I got to call him. He got my new number, y'all, too, so I don't trip off that. But <laughs> but but I just got to call him because I got to do that. Um, but because, oh, man, that was the first thing, though. See, mm-hmm. all that stuff, that backstory I just gave you, yep. that man looking down on me, because he's a tall motherfucker, if you know him, looking down on me and saying, hey, come up to my office. Mm. That was the changing of my life. Like, that was the, my life, Mike, Mike, when I say it, my life never was the same again. Mm. I'd never, it never, I want to say this, bro, and I mean it to my, oh, God, Jesus, thank you, Lord. I'd never went back to the hood. Mm. After that day, when he said, call me, come up to my office, bro, and when I say I never went back to the hood, I'm talking about the hood where I was selling dope at, mm-hmm. where my yep. daddy was yeah, running yeah. around and all that. And I don't care who listening to this, nigga, know it. Yeah, nigga, I didn't come back, nigga. But I really <laughs> was there, nigga. The homie, when the batter ram was there, nigga. Mm. So I don't want to, whoever listening, nigga, want to say whatever about me, nigga. Hollywood or whatever, yeah. Uh-huh. Because mm-hmm. I was really there, though, before the in- in- Instagram. Mm-hmm. Huh? Before you could hide behind the Instagram mm-hmm. and the Twitter and gangbang <laughs> on your rap songs, nigga. Mm. I was really there, mm-hmm. nigga. Mm. When you think I wasn't there, I was really there. So when I got that opportunity mm. to change the guard, ah mm-hmm. oh, man, I never looked back. Mm. John Stockton put me on, bro. And I mean, he put me on. I worked for him for a year and a half like I was the man. Like I was the man. And he made me the man. I went from doing that to... Kevin Lyles, the great. Mm. <laughs> Russell Simmons, the great. Lior Cohen, the great. Discovering a little nigga and saying, hey, man, John, who's that little kid you got working for? That motherfucker working his ass off. Mm. Let's put him on. Like, really on, though. 
And so what was your first gig? I was at Def Jam Records doing, doing West Coast doing promotion. West, West Coast promotion. Um, yeah, doing West Coast promotion, and and well, then it got tricky. But what does that mean? The West Coast promotion. Means... Oh well, well, well actually, I, um, this was in the time of street marketing mm -hmm. and street promotion. So um, they had a, a, you know, everything was regional in that time when the markets were broken up. I don't mm -hmm. know if it's still like that in the music industry. Yeah, I'm but, sure to a little bit, but not the same way. Right, but 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 yeah, it, it was a time when you know you had a West Coast cat who ran the West Coast, and then you had a mm -hmm. Midwest cat yep. who ran the Midwest, and then you had a Southwest cat who ran the Southwest, and then you had a Southeast cat yep. who ran the Southeast cat, the Southeast, and then you had an East Coast cat. And all of these individuals worked for the main label mm -hmm. that was whatever it was perspective, but they kind of were able to run the playing field of their perspective areas. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And just had to report back to the mothership. And, and at that time, John Stockton was running the West Coast at that point. And, you know, and being overseen by Kevin and and Lior and and um, Russell. And and I think that, that, that Russell had just left at that time and was just focusing on, on Fat Farm. But um, Kevin and Lior were there. And, um, and, and again, he had put me on to a point where I got noticed mm. by the big guys. And they, and, they, and they said, hey, you know what, John? We're going to promote you, you know? And let him just run all the street marketing and all the promotion and 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 in the little mix show and and all of that, you know. And and they put me, um, they hired me and put me on payroll, and so you made it. You never have to think about. You never have no worries now. Oh, I have worries. <laughs> I make it. Oh man, more. It was a lot more worries than G, honestly, in in the sense of. Now you're yes you you got to keep it now, mm. and now you gotta perform, and now they have expectation, and now um, you have expectation, and um, and you're young as shit, and you remember the industry at that time, mm -hmm. they was throwing youngsters, man. I made I was at 23 making more money, man. I think than I ever made, bro. You know, and I was at, at, at when I got to this point at Dev Jam, I was about 19, mm -hmm. but and I, and then and then we left Dev Jam. I say we because John eventually left Dev Jam and moved on up, up, mm. up, 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 up to Columbia Records. Yep. And I stayed at Def Jam actually another year after he left, right? And and Kevin Lyles, and it was at that point, Mike, that I um, put out my first record. Mm. And and because when I was at Def Jam in that time, was I was at Def Jam five years, because you're talking about now, I mean, 18 now, 19, 20, 21, you know? And through all that time and working at Def Jam, you know, again, like I say, I never look back. And and don't get me wrong, when I when I went on my little tangent, you know, I I you know when I was I really was from some hard times. So that when I got to the point where I had a cat like John Stockton, who again is changing my life, he's mm -hmm. showing me things that no, he really became like a father to me. I call him Big Bro, but he, and I, but even in that time in my early my late teens, early twenties, I would always say that he was my father. Like he became mm -hmm. a father to me. John Stockton, no joke, hmm. no joke. The way he knew my upbringing, he knew my story, and he took me in, like in a sense. You know, I, I wasn't homeless, but he gave me the playing field and the and the and the the, the launch pad for Oppo a fucking career. Yeah, the right. opportunity for a career in music. Hmm. And at that point, when I first, when I said to him, Mike, you got to know, when I said to him, Hey, put me on. I wasn't talking about sign me. Yeah, to yeah. no fucking label. Mm -hmm. yeah. That game is sucky now, man. 
I, that's what you hear in my voice. That the game just sucks. So that's what, you, what I'm saying. I apologize for the tangent, whoever's listening. But the game is fucked, man. It just fucked it up. Yeah. It, everybody hides behind a false sense of security and idea, and it's just fucked. Well, I, I mean, when we look at hip hop now, right? It's 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 going through a full cycle, right? Yeah. Cycles are usually about 25, 30 years. Yes, sir. Right. It's going through that. Yeah. Right. So when when we were coming up and, and the things you're talking about, everything was still being built. Yeah. Everything was still being created. It was yeah. the first time we were hip hop. And I say we hip hop was doing all yeah, of man. these things. Biggie was still here. Right. It's it's now 2018. Mm-hmm. Right. And I look at us at this point. I mean, we're about to be 45 years in the game. Hip hop was hip hop was seventy three. Ain't that right? something? Started. Ain't that something? You know, you actually year I was born, mm-hmm. and we have two examples of being in the penthouse, right? Mm-hmm. And really getting from the streets and and coming from nothing, mm-hmm. right? The struggle to something like you know Supreme Louis Vuitton, mm-hmm. right? Virgil Louis Vuitton, mm-hmm. like I look at what Virgil and him getting hired. That's one of the craziest examples of the reach of hip hop, mm-hmm. right? Because if you look and break down his resume, mm. take away him being a black man, mm-hmm. take all of that away. Mm. Look at all the things he's done, where he came from. You know, you just look at that as a human being, as a person. Mm-hmm. His resume doesn't say Louis Vuitton. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's not mm-hmm. no shots at all. I'm, what I'm saying is how Louis Vuitton would describe. Mm-hmm. I know what you mean. Their creative director yeah. doesn't line up. The idea up. that they built up for uh-huh. what they are supposed to represent. Yeah. A cat like Virgil doesn't. That's why it's so monumental. That's why it's so big. Mm-hmm. And that's the power of hip-hop. It is. Right? It is. That hip-hop has opened those doors up and has shown the world our creativity. Yeah. And it's unmatchable. Like, you, it's, it's, you can't match what we can create. No. You no. know, you don't, they will never understand the voice. So that's why they have to. If we're the most influential culture right now, we're the driving force of popular culture, they all have to reach down mm-hmm. and help and pull us up mm-hmm. because they can't now. They can't They can't participate mm-hmm. the way we do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We created our own culture, man, really. I mean, man. We've, we've created the world's mm-hmm. The culture. world's culture. You know, the I, tell, culture. I tell people like this all the time. Like, I'm cooking now. I cook by sampling. Mm-hmm. I'm a producer in that sense, yeah. right? I take from this culture and, mm-hmm. and this technique and then this season and this theme and we put everything together. Mm-hmm. That's production. That's yeah. creating something brand new out of mm-hmm. things that are existing. Exactly. And that's exactly. What we're doing. Nothing is, that we're doing is new. It's yeah. all, you know, mm-hmm. the part of the evolution. And um and that's really the power of hip hop, man. Really. So True. so what was that first record you put out, yo? And uh and why? And why at that time did you feel you you was ready to rap? Was it something you felt creatively like you were around it? Like, well, I, creatively I was around it. It wasn't my idea though. I tell mm, people that it wasn't my idea. That wasn't even my idea. Mm, That's okay. what's so funny about it. It wasn't even my idea. Um, it wasn't, man. It's mm. funny and truly odd to tell you that. I um, again, I was working. I, I was working in the industry. And one thing about me, Mike, that I've learned again through acting is anything that I say that I'm going to get into, I really, really, really sink into it. Like, I really, really mm. do. Like, I, I immerse myself into it. That's why I got to be careful what I get into. Um, 
but but what happened was I really, really, you know, with the John Stockton thing, you know, we became like a really a powerhouse in and again, this was before internet and before all of that, right? You know, clicks and pushes of buttons. So we became a real powerhouse in the worlds of marketing and promotion. You know, John be, being being who he was in in Los Angeles and the executive that he was, he garnered a lot of attention and a lot of influence. And I was able to 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 kind of you know stand under that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? To be quite honest, stand next to it and and really stand up under that. And he allowed me to do that. And he allowed me and gave me accolades and credit because of that mm. and 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 championed me to people that were bigger than me at the time. So that allowed me to move up very fast mm. in the music industry, I think. Because I was I was again, I was only interning for like a year and a half and then I was getting paid and being sent around the country on tours with people like Montel Jordan and Red Man and Method Man or whoever the case may be and I was still a kid yeah a kid hadn't been nowhere mom and daddy took him nowhere but now I'm on a tour bus with Montel Jordan touring the world mm. so that's one and then and then and then it's funny I, I bring Montel Jordan up because Montel Jordan on those on those on the, on that first tour with him um, for the more album I discovered the art of prayer mm. the power of prayer I should say okay I discovered it there um, honestly, I, and I always talk about that. Um, he, he, yeah, he's a man of God, and, and I was just a young kid on his tour who he invited on his tour. And again, as I say, that's the purpose. Again, all, God works all things for, together for the good because Monte Jordan took a liking to me and saw me busting my behind at Def Jam and said, I want this kid to come on tour. And he, he brought me on tour, and again, I discovered the power of prayer there. So, um, and even then, I was a youngster. I didn't know how much I discovered it then, but I, it's something that clicked. And that Def Jam gig and me touring, um, I learned so much, you know, at that gig and how records were made, how artists, what made our artists artists. Because I'm working with some of my favorites, man, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm working, you know, with Eric Sermon and Redman and. Foxy Brown and Jay-Z had just came to Def Jam after Reasonable Doubt, you know? Yeah. And um, I'm around these guys, and I'm a kid. You know what I'm saying? And uh, LL Cool J. I'm, 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 I got a relationship with LL Cool J. I know LL Cool J. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And that, it's like, for a kid coming from what I came from, you remember that lone kid yeah. in yeah. the house eating peanut butter and jelly? Now I'm at dinner with, with, with Randolph and LL Cool J, because they want me to come and work for their company that they're starting, and they want to take me from Def Jam, and I'm only 21. Mm. And I'm going, what the fuck? And I know at the time, you know, you're a kid, and you have a child, and you're a kid with a kid, and, and, and you're thinking that it's all you, mm -hmm. you know? And when I speak to you now about it, and that's what you're hearing from me, is because in, in hindsight again, and then just when I articulate these gracious, these great things that God bestowed upon me before me knowing it, Bro, honestly, man, I, I I marvel at it, you know, because I was this kid, G, coming from the crack house. And like I said, I'm at dinner with LL, and he's trying to court me to come in. And this is LL Cool J, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, for me. So it, it, those were all these great things, man, um, that gave me a footing. And it, 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 it allowed me to see how records were made. And not just how they were made, but what went into 
the thinking, mm. the spirit, and the thought process. And I got a lot of respect for it. And then to make a long story short or a long story longer, just in my 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 you know dealings in the industry and dealing with DJs and dealing with mix show cats and record pools, I got a relationship with DJ Jam and Truly Odd. And we would sit up like you and I sit up a mm -hmm. lot, you know, and chop like this yep. and smoke weed. And, and and the irony, too, is that I lived on the same block as them at this particular time. Mm. I'd end up moving only blocks from Truly Odd and Jam because they used to have a house in L.A., 251 Wilton. And it was like the hub for all things cool at the time. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you remember that, but they had a house and it was just like the hub. And Jam was DJing for Dre and Snoop nope. at the time yep. and all yep. that. So, um I would frequent the house. The alcoholics were running in LA, mm -hmm. and, you know, on the underground scene <laughs> and all that. So, and I would, I would frequent the house as a young executive, you know, up and coming, the cool guy. He smokes weed, has all the cool records because he works at Def Jam. And Hell yeah. all right, right. Yeah. So when it was that era, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, it was all like, new. It's it was, all new. Yeah, it's popping. Yeah, this shit is so fucking yeah, popping. Paul yeah. Stewart's got the shit popping. <laughs> He's throwing parties yeah. like left and right. All the pretty girls. Mm -hmm. It's just popping. And again, I say this is all before Biggie and Pac passed. Mm -hmm. They still around. So you yeah. could, you gotta imagine in the era that we're in and um and uh yeah man and 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 me i was one here we go a blessing so i got this unique blessing of mm -hmm. the look that i have but i've always had this voice mm. and when i'm hanging with truly out and jam getting drunk getting high in the house all night smoking weed laughing and joking Truly, I would say, man, you got a great voice man you know you should do this and do that you know and one day he shoved the mic in my hand and we were drunk and laughing. I was just playing freestyling on the tape, and he recorded the motherfucker. Mm. And the next day, after I'm drunk and high, we still got the tape. True, I still got the tape. After we, the next morning, he called me. Said, "Man, that tape you made last night is tight, man. I'm listening to that motherfucker. I mean, this like, old school hip hop tape? shit. Like when I tell the story <laughs> now, right? In this day and age, and where we are as men, you and I, yep. that story sounds like some old hip hop movie shit, mm -hmm. like Roxanne, Roxanne, mm -hmm. or something, right? I just watched the Roxanne, Roxanne shit. It just sounds so primitive mm -hmm. to me, but it happened that way. Yeah, honestly, yeah. he calls me the next day. He's like, "Yo, man, um, that tape was dope, man. Like you was killing, it, man. You was drunk, man. Your voice is incredible, man. Your voice, you know what I'm saying?" Yeah. And he went on and on about the voice. He's like, "Yo, man, I want to do a record." <laughs> like, what are you talking about, man? Like, I don't rap, man. You know, what the fuck out of here. And he was serious as a heart attack, man. And he's like, no, I want to do a record. Your voice is crazy. You know, you always are over here smoking and laughing and joking. And you, you're the crying down, man. And he mm. gave me the name. He gave me the name. Julie, I gave me that name. I didn't, he gave me the name. People know that. If you know my story, go yeah. through the rap shit. No. Truly, I gave me the name. Not everybody listening. Oh, yeah, no, no. Oh, yeah, I'm, but, but I'm just talking to me and you. <laughs> I know. I know y'all don't know that. But Truly, I, he gave me the name, man. Um, he That's what he was just because of who I was and what mm -hmm. I represented to him mm -hmm. and and how he saw it. And it was like a joke at first, you know, as far as just two brothers on the phone, you know, laughing on a Saturday after all night drinking and smoking party on a Friday. And um, he's like, come by. You know, it's Saturday afternoon. I live block, like walking distance from him. Everybody lived on that block at that time, too. Jurassic Fire was on that block. I was <laughs> on that block. But it was the hood. Like, we were all in Hollywood now, you know. But um, so funny. And and I, I remember getting up, taking a shower or whatever, going to his house on a Saturday after that, sober now, mm -hmm. getting the bag, burning, and listening to the tape and going, wow, okay. It, it was a couple moments in there where I hit something. And I was like, wait, okay, I sound all right, you know. Mm. You know, when you listen to yourself yeah. that first time, you're like, wait a minute. And I'm like, mm, uh, 
And then I, I, but it was a couple of moments where I was like, hey, did I say that? Bars. Wow, okay, that was a bar. Like, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, like, okay, okay. And then it, you know, but then you got to know that because of who I was in the music industry by that time, unbeknownst to me, that's why I said I got to give a lot of credit to John and, and myself too, because by that time I had built up this ethic, mm-hmm. you know, and, and remember, I got a kid. Mm-hmm. I've beat a few odds. Mm-hmm. I'm not like my mom and daddy. Mm. I'm not like, you mm. know what I'm saying? I'm going here. I got my own spot, mm. you know, and I, me and my baby mama, we tripping, but we together. Mm. And you know what I'm saying? And I, I'm, I'm working. I got a good job. I'm around prestigious shit. You know yep, what I mean? Yep. I got a pair, you know, and this, and I'm starting to get shit. So, yep. I'm, and I'm a man, and I'm feeling myself. So, um, I'm like, wow, okay, this shit sound all right. And Truly Odd, who's 10 years my senior, says, no, man, we got to put a record out, man. He's like, you got you got it, man. You got the look. You got the voice. You, you, you can rap. And I'm like, I can't rap. He's like, you can rap. He's like, look, listen to this shit, man. He's like, you've been doing this shit. You've been living it. You got a story. I'll put the money up. Hmm. It was that simple. He said, I'll put the money up. And he's like, go. Oh. I'm like, are you serious, man? Because at this time, you couldn't just upload a song. No. You had to go down Talk to Rainbow Records, and you had to go and spend $10,000 mm. to press up 2,000 pieces of vinyl. Mm. A vinyl. And vinyl is a record. A record, kids. a record, actual, that goes on a record <laughs> phonograph. It's really big. It looks like a huge it's a donut. 12-inch. Yeah, and you had to <laughs> press those things up. It took you eight weeks. Well, even before that... You got to record. You got to record it. Yeah. Okay. Then you got yeah. Then you got to mix. You got to record it. You got to mix it, and you got to master it. And this was there was no such thing as a home studio. Mm. You had a four track recorder, and you would you would just yeah. play yourself even trying to press that. Yeah. Up. You just mess around. That record, get a little reference yeah. popping, because you want to you don't want to waste that studio Missed time. Your time. Yeah, get hey, your man. reference. You got to go know in there. You got to lock it down. Again, I feel so gotta... primitive. Can we cut this short? Because no. I sound like a dinosaur but see, right now. But see, I mean, I, dinosaur compared to what? What are we right, comparing to? That's our life. That's our path. I know. That's where we are. I know. And it's a beautiful story because when we listen back to this shit, yeah, you gonna hear so many incredible things about your journey. I know. That people know. are gonna just be able to, to just saying it is you incredible. Know what I'm saying? That people are gonna be able to take from that, yo. Yeah, man. Like one thing I'm taking from it is vision. Right. Right. Yeah. With with albinism, you got low vision. Yeah. But it seems like looking back, your vision has been yeah deep, incredible, wide. Like well, that's what they far. say, though. Yeah, where where, right? where where he lessens one thing, other things get stronger. Oh my God, they right? have to be. They have to. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. 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 But are we? You know, again, I I always say that. Not always say this, but I want to say this to say that like, whoever we are, we're here for that reason. Yeah. Right. And no matter who around you says or does anything else, there's other people that you can find that you can relate to or you can learn from, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And sometimes those aren't our family. Right. And that's okay. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I believe that we have mentors that are close to us in proximity um, that we can touch, call, look at, you know, shadow. Mm-hmm. And then we have to have mentors that we don't. Mm. and can't touch or call and shadow that we can observe from afar mm. and just take lessons from and and take you know and follow the lead of their examples that they'd set before us 
I think that's the beauty in, in, in God because whatever, like one thing I love about you, always about you in our relationship, is whatever information or intelligence that I might not be possessing or understanding, you have a way in or to it and mm. you're, you're willing to be open about that and privy, you know, and allow me to be privy to that, whatever it may be, mm. and, and vice versa. And I think that because you're blessed, your blessings mm. that I, you know, my shortcomings that you may be blessed with are my blessings in mm. turn if I look mm -hmm. at them that way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 100%, yeah. So it, it, and that all with how it, we're supposed to work. That's why the steel is sharpens the steel, mm -hmm. you know? And, um, th and that, that was it for me. You know, at, at some point I, I did start to realize like, okay, it is vision mm -hmm. that I'm having to use here. And belief, belief, and 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 going. Wait a minute. Look at how one thing or these things are leading me. You know, I mm. I knew that. Or so you saw I was that. Born again. I, yeah, before I was born again, or even saved any of that. I saw like, wait a minute. Okay, I got this job at Def Jam, right? And I'm you. I'm doing that good and the best of my ability, and I'm working it to a point where I got a cat over here who wants to actually put records out on me. Mm -hmm. What is that? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, okay, do good work, be positive, be love, be given. Fuck what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Back to the beginning. Mm -hmm. Who you being? Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. Be kind, be patient, be these things. And I was still young. I didn't master them. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying that I was a master at that time. I'm just saying I was aware mm. that, okay, I, it's about who I'm being right now. You know what I'm saying? That's what's getting me here. Because I don't have a college education. Yeah. I didn't get put on. My mom, I mean, I got put on. But you know what I'm saying? I didn't get just placed here. Mm -hmm. You know, I've had to work and scrape and Well, that's And, and I think that's part of the story that a lot of people need to hear, right? Right. Like we get to a place, some people may only know you as Crondon or yeah. Tobias Whale. Or Tobias Whale, right. You know? Yeah. And, yo, the, it's the journey traveled. Yeah. Right. That's that's the part of life. Yeah. And and you know our time is our time. Like we were talking about before, time isn't real, but we put these these physical and psychological times mm -hmm. on our lives. Yeah. And then we compare to other people and say, well, he's this age and I'm older than that. I should be there. Right. You know, but that's not our time. Very much so. You know what I'm saying? Or or even like we were talking about the other day with. Um, uh, people recognizing you, you yeah. know, and the difference in recognizing you as a rapper or the difference in recognizing as an actor. Yeah, yeah. You know? And it, it, it's just, I think we go through these things. They may not feel as good at the time, uh -huh. or we may want more, but that's the lesson we're supposed to learn. It's not about the need or the desire. Yeah. It's about, you know, doing what you're supposed to be doing, when you're supposed to be doing it, and everything that's supposed to come to you will. It's funny somebody said that to me today, and I I, I really like them for it. Um, they they said, you know, and I believe it. I know what it is, but it's just funny when someone says something you, uh, you know, you hold true to you, and and you, they don't know that you hold that true to you, but they feel that as well, and that's just what's meant for you is meant for you. It's it's not you 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 know, things are always conspiring for you. Mm. I like to believe, mm -hmm. and and I know God is always for you. So with that, and I think that you have, and God puts works through people, and, and he always has things churning, mm -hmm. you know, even when you don't think that they are churning, you know. And like I say, even we have this conversation with you, 
I'm able to look now and 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 go, well, how did I get to this point? And see the direct correlations mm. throughout, you know, and, and where it stemmed from something that was extremely fucking heinous and bad to a child that was brought into this world with no guidance, right? Mm-hmm. You take that and go, well, God kept pushing him in the places of guidance, mm-hmm. you know, and giving him mentors and elders who provided opportunity. And and from whether it be John Stockton giving me my first job to uh, Truly Odd putting out my first record, mm-hmm. you know, to Exhibit taking me on my first tour mm. as an artist, mm-hmm. um, to Tyler Kweli giving me my first major record deal and Corey Smith giving me my first major record deal um, to J-Rock, who is Truly Odd's best friend. Look how it comes back around. Wow. 15 years later. J-Rock's best friend, mm-hmm. who my best friend, Truly Odd's best friend, mm-hmm. 15 years later, comes back around after I've done my first record, my second record, my third record, my fourth record, joined the group, toured the world with Exhibit, wrote, ghost wrote, ghost wrote for Drake, ghost wrote for them, ghost wrote for them. Now I'm in a group with Strong Arm Steady, signed to Quali on Warner Brothers. J-Rock comes by 15 years later and say, hey man, you know what? Matt Lib wants to do a record with you and I think you should. Hmm. And it ends up being my biggest record. Mm-hmm. And most successful record with my group and classic album, not even on Quali's label, yeah. on Stone's Throw, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying. And but that was he was there when I was when Truly Odd when we did the first record. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And then and then you know that whole time, evidence, and dilated peoples, have been friends and family, and we've watched each other grow and go go to different plateaus and heights throughout our career. And and we've worked together. I've been on every single dilated album ever. That's crazy. I've been on every solo album from every dilated member mm. ever. Mm. Right? And after I go through all these things, it hits me one day. Mike, uh, it hits me. I'm going, wow, you know, and I'm, I'm having a moment like this now, right, with myself that we're having and I'm reflecting and I'm doing all these things and I've done the group for 10 years now and I've ghostwritten all these things and I've had all these things happen and I'm now I'm far removed from anything and I'm living on the hill in Burbank <laughs> 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 and I'm feeling myself and I'm feeling good and I'm loving God and I'm loving God and I'm praising God and I'm closer to God than I've ever been, you know, and I'm being kind and being mm-hmm. loving and I'm being forgiveness, you know, and by the graces of God, those parents that were not there are completely there mm. and sober mm. and free and loving God. And it's a complete day and night, right? And I and it hits me, and I got two children, not one. One that's 23, 24, and one that's, you know, six. And I'm at this point in my life where I'm going, wow, God, look at you. Look at how you started it. Mm-hmm. And look at where you've taken it now. Mm-hmm. I only can imagine what you have in store. And I start thinking like that, and I start feeling mm. that every day, and I start living that every day, and I and I, and I and I and I and I start, you know, banking on it, you know, and living, trying to live the best life I could live mm. by any means necessary, if that makes sense. Yep. And I, and I mean, without 
it being, you know, heinous. Mm -hmm. But, and he puts me in a position to realize that, you know, your friend over here who you've done all this work with, you know, you've never just sat with you and him and worked, you know. Mm. It might be a good idea for you to do that. And because you've done everything else. You've done all this stuff. You've done albums and you've done all everything. Go sit with your friend who you've been working with your whole career. Mm -hmm. And you never just sat with him and in and, and peace and in solemn and solitude and sit with him. And and this is God talking to me. Mm -hmm. Sit with him and and let's have a conversation, you and I. And I mean it. I went and I sat with him, my friend, and I I started to work on something that's particularly unique to me. And 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 I haven't even told everybody about the record, but my point is, me and F start working on this record. And from us working on this record, back to direct correlation, we're working on this record, and I get a call. He calls me, evidence, mm -hmm. and says, hey, man, because we're not in the studio this day. He says, hey, I got a call from my man Sadiq, and these people called him and said that they looking for you for this part, for this show. <laughs> and you, you mind if he gives them your number? And were you looking for acting gigs at this point? Yeah, Was well, I had started acting a mm -hmm. little bit. You know, I, I had been blessed to get a couple of roles and opportunities to act. Okay. Just based off of my exposure as an artist by this time, because I've been, at yeah. this point, artist 12, 13 years at this point. And I, I, like I say, I mentioned I worked with Exhibit and been in a group with him, and and I watched him transition. I watched a lot of my friends transition from rap to acting. And, and, and of course, it sparked me at that point watching them transition, mm -hmm. but I didn't necessarily pursue it. And then um, putting myself out there, putting myself out there, I, I got some opportunities um and even after i got the opportunities and did the jobs i still didn't go out mike and pursue it because that was a while ago that was like what seven seven years ago about so? seven years ago yeah, yeah seven six yeah what, seven what was, years. What was the... uh um, it was a show harry's law harry's law with, yeah. with, with um kathy bates that yep. i was on and um and then i did this thing for microsoft with common and the cat that um played McLovin, I can't remember his name. Mike, his name is Mike too. Mike something that played McLovin. You remember Superbad, the movie Superbad? Oh, yeah, yeah, McLovin. Like, yeah, and the cat that played mm -hmm. McLovin. Um, um, him, him and Common, I played this thing. Um, I played in, in a thing that they did for Microsoft. And and that was back then too. Mm -hmm. And then, um, like I say, just my travels and working on this record with my friend, it, it just brought this opportunity to me, man. You know? Again, it wasn't something I was looking for, but to your point, it was something that I was preparing for. Mm. Okay. You know, didn't know what it was going to be. Didn't know where it was going to come from. Didn't know when it was going to come. And is that a direct, like, kind of because that, who the character is? Like, meaning you were preparing to be this character? No. Or you I was preparing for any opportunity of this magnitude mm. mentally. Mm, okay. Spiritually, okay. Emotionally, okay. So you knew there was something. You well, not all the way physically. If you've seen that last episode, but. <laughs> <laughs> but you knew there was something there. Of course. Okay. Look at all that happened already. Mm. Mm-hmm. Huh? Okay. Look at what happened already. So, so we look at a couple things, right? Like the unknown and things that are coming. You can look yeah. at it two ways, right? Mm -hmm. You can create fear. Mm -hmm. You can create curiosity mm -hmm. and enthusiasm and well, excitement, but that's curiosity, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you can you can 
the unknown, it's unknown. You don't right. know what it is. Right. Right. But if you're looking for blessings, right, you might be open for blessings. You're looking and scared of what may be in the future. Right. You might get some scary shit right back at you. Right. 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 Indeed. Indeed. And and so like, I mean, hip hop, right? We always are ready to to kind of do anything at any time. Right. Right. We're we're ready for that part. Right. But we're not always open to to believing in our path, and this is like you know meant for us. Yeah. And it seems like you figured that part out, right? A little bit, in the sense that you've been open to everything, and everything's not again nothing's fallen in your lap. Yeah. You've positioned yourself. Yeah. And followed the flow. Right. Of your path of your life. Yeah. And that's not an easy thing to do. No. So how do you get into now? trusting yourself that you're good enough to do this acting thing on this big of a stage this the thing is you never know if if you're good enough if you think that you're I believe if you think you gotta know that you're good enough and you gotta know that you're good but you never know going into it if you are Mm. you never know I don't think when John Stockton told me to come up to the office and he called him that I could do whatever he was gonna ask me to do Mm. (laughs) you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. I wasn't I didn't know I didn't know what he was going to ask me to do. But you knew he was going to try. You knew he was going to bust your I ass. I knew I was going to do right? it. I knew and, and, I was going to do it. But that's the thing, right? Is that it's that that part. It's like, how do you get that part and keep I don't that? know. You either got that shit. See, I think that that part is, it. it you know, um, you know, it, it's like hard work and dedication. Can you teach that? No. I mean, kind of. It depends. You can, like, you can be it. And someone mm-hmm. can see it mm-hmm. and want to be it. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't think you can teach it. Okay. I don't. I think that you got all these guys on the field, mm-hmm. right? And they all seen it, whether in close proximity mm-hmm. or afar. Mm-hmm. And they want to be it. That's going to be the kid that wins, mm-hmm. that starts, that gets the scholarship, that goes to the next level. See what I'm saying? Because... They already seen it. I don't have to show you anything. I have to tell you what to do mm-hmm. to get there. Mm. And if you want to get there, you're going to do it. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And I really believe that. Feel me? Like, no one, John, this, John was just being John. Mm. And I wanted to be that. Mm. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yeah. At that time. And then I said, damn, I want to, yeah. So what do I got to do? And even if I can't, I can't be that. I gotta be me. But I wanna feel that, and I wanna, I wanna own that, and that materialism, mm-hmm. that freedom, yeah, yeah, that freedom, that ability, okay. that mobility. Mm. Ah, I like that. That mobility. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And and you don't stop. You don't stop at one or at a place. You didn't. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you talk, I heard you talking about that thing. Mm-hmm. All the yeah, yeah. You don't stop at one. So you know, like I, I think that that you know it. That's in you. You you wanna. I think at some point, especially when you've had like when you got a, an example of what not to do, or what to do, that's always a a, a matter of perspective. Mm-hmm. That's always a matter of perspective. Mm-hmm. Always. Because everybody's going to give you that example. Feel me? Mm-hmm. It's just your matter of perspective. Yep. What to do, what not to do. 
I mean, that's a that's a choice. Like, I didn't learn that choice until a few years ago. Right. Right. And, right. and how and when we learn those things is... Is, is yeah. 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 And I was one who, I, early on, I always, because I didn't have any examples, you know, I looked for them. Hmm. I still do. I think at 42, I think. I'm asked. Honestly, I, I definitely do. I do. I do, brother. I do. It's funny. I think now I'm more not shy about it. Mm -hmm. I think, or secretive. I think before, you know, when mm -hmm. you're coming up, you kind of well, you're embar maybe embarrassed because you feel like you don't know something or you don't want to. And you kind of, yeah, you don't, you don't, you're kind of exposing what you don't know, mm -hmm. what you don't have, mm -hmm. and what you aspire to get. You kind of don't like to present nobody with what you, you know, what you got until you got it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or what you want till you got it. Yep. You don't tell nobody what you want till you got it. Mm -hmm. or, or you can get it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like you've been saving up for that car. Now you got mm -hmm. the money and you tell your man, hey, you know I'm about to go get me a car. You know, uh -huh. I'm looking for the car. You, you didn't tell him you were saving <laughs> for three years for the motherfucker. Now you just tell everybody you're going to go buy it. Yep. So, you know, um, and that's just certain, you know, human nature things. But um, you, you, you are, you're always looking for that you know i think no matter what i think at no matter what age you should mm. always be looking up yeah you know and looking up to the sky mm. to the father god of course but you god is working all in all things he's in all the details so like i say like if okay for instance mike if i leave here and i just in three days i get inspired right to infuse something into my meal, mm -hmm. right? I just get inspired, mm -hmm. right? I got some oil in the cabinet, which I do. Mm -hmm. And I got <laughs> stuff in the cabinet, you know? And I'm like, well, I want to infuse something. My man did, I'm going to infuse something in my meal, mm -hmm. right? I have somebody to look at. Mm. See, I'm inspired because I saw it. Mm. Feel me? But is that because we're relatable? Like, so do you find inspiration in relatable or does mm, it? Well, you can. But mm. it doesn't have to be. Mm. Like, like I'm, I'm only simply keeping it at, not because you're my man, mm -hmm. just because I saw it. Mm. Mm. See, okay. it, it can, you, can, you can take it. I'm, now, I personally, right, have no excuse because I have access. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because I do relate and I have access. Mm. So I don't have really an excuse to <laughs> not do it if I'm inspired to do it. For sure. Right? Yeah. Right? And, 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 and one thing I can say, thanks to you, is I seen it. Mm. So the ability to do it is evident. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. Right? And that's all we need. That's all we should have. True. That's all we should need. I mean, that's really about what this podcast is. Yeah. Right? We have evidence that we can all get through this. And Amen. We all go through shit. And Amen. Let's get it. Amen. That's right. what it is, brother. That's really, what it is. Yes, yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. Before we leave, let's keep going on the on the okay. acting thing. So, so okay. you get the call. I get, get the call. Called in. Yeah. And then, what's the process for you, man? How do you lock this in? Oh and man. You come to buy as well. Oh, uh, um, I think that you know through this wonderful story you allowed me to tell today. Mm -hmm. I think one thing that we're seeing is that you know no one can stop what God got planned for you, mm. including yourself. Mm. So the things that you may go through, whether it's having children young or selling dope due to bad influence or um, trying to figure it out your way, you know, because I didn't graduate high school, mm. you know, um, at the time. Yep. And I didn't, I did not um, go to college like mm. I wanted to. I had a child at the time. Um, but I was truly determined, you know, to make sure that everything I did not have in life or wasn't given in life, 
that I was able to give to myself, mm. and that I and I and I, and that I give to my children. Um, and in preparation for what's to come in life, I think that. Now check this out. In preparation for things to come in life, it's important to remember the best is yet to come. Mm. So as you're preparing, mm -hmm. know that you're preparing for something right now, but this ain't the best. The dinner you made tonight mm -hmm. ain't the best dinner you're going to make. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So me knowing that, being a man of God, getting closer to God and realizing that, I, like I said before, I was preparing for it before it came. Mm. Unbeknownst to me, I didn't know that this is what I was preparing for. Yeah. I just was preparing for something. You were, you were opening yourself up you know, and you were staying aware. And... I was opening myself up and staying aware of who I was being mm. so that whatever came for me to do... You're ready. I was going to be prepared to be right and exact within it. Hmm. So that was going to ultimately culminate into success. Yeah. No matter if I failed mm -hmm. in your eyes, mm. I knew who I was being in it. I did my best. Mm. You understand? Mm -hmm. So when the call comes, it, and then my point is this, and now you're going to get what I'm saying, is the call couldn't have came 10 years ago. Mm. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. It, 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 I'm glad it didn't come 10 years ago. I'm glad it didn't come 15 years ago. I'm glad it didn't come seven years. Well, yeah. I I'm think glad you needed it didn't come seven years ago. I think ago. you needed that tool of rap, of hip-hop, right? Of and the performing. tribulation of it. Mm -hmm. The trial, the tribulation, mm -hmm. and the triumph mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. But you also needed all the history of drugs. Yes. Drug dealers, mm -hmm. that, that street life mm -hmm. and, and what that leads to and the emotions and the distraught and all of those things. Yes. Because your character. Yes. The character you know does holds all of that. <laughs> all of that. Holds all of that true. And, and he's a bit of a performer. He's right? a performer, he, he yeah. He got the choke and he lifts people up. Yeah. And that's a bit of a performance. Yeah. Like yeah. that's some hip hop, bravado, kind of that feel, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and, and so you look at it. The part was almost made for you. You know what I mean? Like, it's all there. It's all in the cards. It's definitely Timing, all in the cards. And, and again, 15 years ago, there wasn't Black Lightning. No. There wasn't a TV show. No. There wasn't a script. There wasn't that, a room for it. There wasn't a room for it. There wasn't an audience for it. Wasn't a need for it. Wasn't a, I mean, it was a need for it, but it wasn't an audience for it. There was it. an audience for it. And 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 it, it wasn't, I, I say it wasn't viable to the powers that be. Mm -hmm. Now it's viable. Oh, for sure. And and you're right. It it, it you know, I never like to look at the role like it was made for me. Mm. But I do believe what's for you is for you. Yeah. Well, I don't mean so, it in the sense no, that it's I, you. I totally, it's not listen, you. Everyone has said what you said to uh, me. That's why I'm loving that you're uh, saying it because it's another affirmation. Uh, and everyone has said that, brother what you said and I accept that and humbly receive it and if you if you're looking at this um this 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 story that I've told you and this truth that I've told you about myself and if that's what you come to in mm -hmm. your conclusion then that must be you know how God allowed you to discern it and it's the truth and a lot uh -huh. of people have discerned it that way so I have to learn to accept and receive that mm -hmm. um 
and because that's a lot for me to think that mm. because it seemingly would you it would tell you that um but i know there's a lot other things that fall into play for this even to happen for me at this time for sure but but i do know that the timing of it hmm. is exact mm-hmm. and 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 that, and like i say I, it couldn't have happened 10 years ago so when it happened now it's because i'm doing so much self work already hmm. so that it didn't matter what it was that came i was prepared for it you know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, uh, especially on the side of right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I was prepared for it. And then and then I, I, I didn't know if I was going to get the job ever. I didn't ever look at it, uh, Mike, and say, oh, African-American, albinism, politician, ex-politician, underworld boss, blah, 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 leader of this gang, blah, blah, blah. I got this. Oh, mm-hmm. it's nothing. I've been through that. Mm-hmm. I've been through that. Because at this point, I've done so much work to be something else. Mm-hmm. Mm. so much work so much fire trial and tribulation mm-hmm. and triumph through that's what i'm saying you're talking about 20 some odd years of yeah. work yeah right yeah to now be but here that's but that's also so i didn't go to i didn't i graduated from high school i didn't go to college right, right? i went to the school of hip-hop i right. moved out here for that indeed right um what i learned though getting to becoming chef for hire and doing right. that stuff Everything I did was my school. Everything. That was my university. Everything. Right? Mm-hmm. And there's not a university I could have gone to and enrolled to get the degrees I have. Right. Right? Because there's no such thing. Right. You have to do that through life. Right? Right. But I could have put that, that label and say, I'm not doing shit, or I, I, I could never be great because I didn't go to school, and I'm an executive, and I'm yeah. working in these places, right? Yeah. So how do you trust in, in that path that you're doing exactly what you need to be doing but there's no here's the manual and here's somebody else exactly like me that did this exactly the same way right Mm -hmm. you have to um first of all trust god Mm -hmm. and know that your steps are ordered already Mm -hmm. know that again you can't stop what God has planned for you. Mm. So check this out. You can't stop what God has planned. No one can stop what God has planned for you, including you. So that means that because the people around you have no clue Mm -hmm. what God has planned for you, there's no way that they can prepare themselves to stop it. Mm. Mm. Because they don't have a clue. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what's coming, how can you prepare to disrupt it? Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, you don't know what's coming. So there's nothing you can do to actually prepare to disrupt it. Mm. But you have to believe that it's coming. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you believe in God and have that relationship with your Lord and Savior, whoever that may be, whatever his name is, then you know that he's got something good planned for you and stored up so big when he cracks it open in the gates of heaven, you won't it, you won't be able to handle it. Mm. It won't you won't be able to take all the good that he got for you mm. if you believe that. Mm-hmm. Now if you believe that, then your preparation for the unknown mm. 
will leave you almost in a state of euphoria because if someone loves you so much, you know, it's kind of like that's the state the kids are in with their parents, the good parents, right? Because that's what all the, mommy, 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 give me, what'd you bring me today? Mm -hmm. Because I know you love me so much, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. You're a father. Mm -hmm. What you got for me, daddy? Mm -hmm. Because I know you. That's the trust and the faith. Mm. I know you, daddy. I know that you was thinking about me when I wasn't thinking about myself. Mm. Right? That's what we do. Mm -hmm. He's our father. She's our father, whatever you call her, our mother. Whatever you look at, however you look at God, whoever's listening, know that that's what it is. Mm -hmm. It's the same relationship. Mm. So when you get there, right, then you go, okay, I just need to be ready. Make sure my room is clean. Mm. Make sure everything is in order because when daddy wants to know, I know he's going to have something in his bag under his arm. And it's not even about the things that I want or to get. Because remember, you don't mm-hmm. even know what it is. What it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't even know what it is. You just know that the love is there. You just know that. And you trust it. And you stay in your place. Right, son? Mm-hmm. You stay in your place of reverence and of order. You ain't tore the house up. You ain't went out went astray. You feel me? Yeah. You ain't went in the closet and got my gun and shot the neighbor's roof out. You ain't done nothing but kept the order. Mm. Good orderly direction. You know what I'm saying? And the things that I got for you, son, you don't even know what they are. Mm. You don't even know where I'm going to take you tomorrow now. I go through it all the time with my, chi- my kids. Mm. Sometimes... And you notice because your father, you just wallow in the fact that they don't know what you have planned for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you can only imagine how our great God who wakes us all up every day, feeds us, clothes us, and keeps us together all day, every day, feels about us. And me knowing that, like, I, I prepared myself for whatever was to come. And then when it came, and like I say, when it when it presented itself to me and I'm auditioning and I'm going through this process and I'm figuring it out, to me, I'm just going through the process. I'm not, I'm just doing what he put in front of me. Mm-hmm. You want me to do that? Okay, cool. And I'm going to knock that shit out the park. That's it. That's it. Like you said, hey, man, I got this thing. Mm-hmm. I want you to come, yep. talk, tell your story. Mm-hmm. I'm at, we're going to just, it ain't nothing. It's just me and you. Okay, what? let's do it. Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I went into it. Mm. And I'm, I prepared, and and I came, and I was honest, and I did it, and I got the call back, and I got another call back, and I got another call back, and I got the job. And then I looked up, and I said, oh, okay, this is what you was talking about. Mm. This is what we've been talking mm. about. Because it feels to me like what I've been talking to you about all these years. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Bringing that shit to life. Right? Yeah. It feels like it. I don't know if it's it, Father, but the way you... Okay, so... And I know it's not me, so... Okay, I'm going to sit back. I'm going to just keep the order, right? And I'm going to walk the walk. Mm. You know, I'm not going to talk the talk, just I'm going to walk the walk. Mm. And, 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 and the fears that I have, the fear of the unknown, mm-hmm. if I can do it, will I be good? Mm. Will I be great? Will they call me back for a second or whatever? Will I be, you know, all those things, right? Mm-hmm. I said, well, wait a minute, Father God. I didn't know you had this plan for me. 
No one can stop what God got planned for you. And you only going to give me what I can and will handle. Mm. So what do you got to worry about? So what? that's why you didn't call me 10 years ago. I wasn't ready. That's why I didn't get the lead role on Harry's Law but got the supporting role. Mm. That's why. Because you was telling me, okay, look what I got. Just, just remember. Remember me. Mm. Look what I got for you. It's coming. It may not be coming now. That's why you signed me to Warner Brothers as a record deal. It didn't go the way I wanted it to. Mm. But I'm back at Warner Brothers with the, the television <laughs> deal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. he's showing me. Mm -hmm. He's like, look, I had this all for you. Look, Harry's Law mm -hmm. was through Warner Brothers. Yeah, isn't it crazy how you look back? And it all was these through Warner. Tied together. It's through Warner. Yeah. The same lot that I went on for my final audition for the, the writers and the studio execs was the same place that I went to go film Harry's Law seven years prior. I understand who God is for me. Yeah, See, yeah. this is my relationship. Yep, you yep. might look at it. might The same things might happen to you or whoever's listening to this, and you might see it different. Mm -hmm. You might say it's all a coinky-dink. Mm -hmm. You might think that it, it all happened because I'm just that cute fly fresh and me. <laughs> you know it, it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That they all was looking for me. Yeah, Everybody yeah. was looking for mm -hmm. me. Mm. I'm this all about mm. me. I, I personally don't adhere to that understanding. That's ego. Right. I don't. I don't adhere to the ego, E-G-O. You know what that stands mm -hmm. for. So I don't, I don't get into that. You know, I have. I am not perfect. I will mm. if I'm not careful. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? So I try to be careful, and, and, and I'm just glad, man, that I'm, I'm able to, 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 to live in, in the promises of God and, 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 and be an example of it. You know, my, I, I, I'm glad you allowed me to tell my story because people know that it wasn't perfect. It didn't start perfect. It was so far from it. Yeah. None of it actually was perfect, but to be was, honest. It was your perfect. It, but it was perfect for me. And and it and it made me, again, like I said early on in the conversation, that it, it that's why it made me and it molded me because it, it gave me this test, test, mm. demony. Mm. You understand? All these tests that I went through mm -hmm. gave me the testimony mm. to be able to sit here and talk to you and, and tell you that, um, that, that God is good, that, you know, your, I am a living example from my, the beginning of my story to what I'm living now. You know my thing now, Mike, is, now check this out, and you know me, and you know what I'm going through right now. We're mm -hmm. hanging out. You see how it is yeah. in the street for me, right? Do you know what my thing is now? What's that? Wow, God, what do you got next? Mm -hmm. And if it's nothing, if it's nothing, Wow, you did so much already. Mm. Already. And I thought that before Black Lightning. Mm -hmm. I thought that before any clothing deal or any anything. I I, I was like, I, like, okay, you know, like, what are you going to do next? Mm. You know, my thing is, you know, what kills me is with people, and not me, but because I go through this too, is that we don't realize how blessed we are. Mm. Each day we wake up. And not even that. Like, okay, yeah, I mean that, of course. Of course, that. Every day that we wake up. But then we wake up, right? And then we forget that we woke up, mm -hmm. almost. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That, wait a minute, bro, you woke up. Mm -hmm. We go right into our problems. We go, we go right, right into... the fuck in, man. Mm -hmm. All the things we I do. I do it. I mm -hmm. do it. 
and then and then something might happen to me, bro, to me. And I'm sensitive. I'm hypersensitive. I'm a cancer. I'm hypersensitive. And I do not, I, like, I, I look at things and I go, wow, Father God, you know, you might hear on the news or you might see your brother. You might even, you know what I'm saying? Like, it might be little shit for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm a cat. Okay, I'm a cat with low vision. You know, I'm yep. I have a, I have a black man with albinism. I got low vision. Mike, I'm brother to brother. You know what breaks my heart, man? What's that? Seeing someone with no vision. Mm. And got all the sight in the world. Right? Mm-hmm. So I'm one with low vision. Mm. But it breaks my heart because I go, bro, you have 20-20 vision compared to this guy. And not to compare it, but mm -hmm. saying like, how can you feel any way about what you see mm. when there's people who don't see nothing? Nothing. Or half or less than Or half, half or, or less than. See what I'm saying? So you can't never get caught up. Like, I I know that. Like, And that's why I don't even know, like, I know and, like, I'm, 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 trust me, it's a different world for me out there right now. Mm -hmm. But I'm not trying not to get caught in it. Honestly, I'm fighting that. I'm fighting getting caught in it because I know that that... You know, the only thing I like is to make some, if I can make your day, mm -hmm. if I seeing me made your day or talking to me or getting a picture with me made your day, mm -hmm. if that made your day, right, then, yeah, I'll do that forever for you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Forever. But at the same time, I'm not caught in it, bro. Or, or no, you're it, not looking for the fame. You're no, not looking for man, the attention. Or the adoration of that. And like I say, I only want it. I only want the light. I ask God to make me the light in the midst of the darkness because I realize we are in the darkness and mm -hmm. that I just want to take the light and shine it back, mm -hmm. you know? So, um, but no, no, no. I, I don't I don't, I don't, don't take it and try to clothe myself with it, mm -hmm. you know? I always remember that there's people out there that don't have any clothes at all, mm -hmm. you know? Who are homeless, who are naked and ashamed. And... If I can, again, be the light in the midst of the darkness, if through black lightning or strong arm steady, and I got to stay honest, when I was doing the strong arm steady and early on in the years, I didn't think like this. Mm -mm. I got to say, I didn't. Mm. I didn't think like this, you know? But when I was a child, I thought like a child, mm. you know? So, um, you know, now coming into what I like to consider full manhood and adulthood. I mean, we're in our 40s, man. Yeah, that's man. when That's when they say we become... Yeah, I our, like to consider it. That's when we really become us. And, yeah. and we're, we're as comfortable as we can be. And, you know, we really know who we are. We're, we're in that that zone, that, you know? It's a trip, man. Yeah, it feels it different. Oh, it feels way different. I can't lie. Like, yeah. it, it does, man. But you, you know? wish, not wish... There's part of me that goes, damn, I wish I knew some of this and had some of this All the confidence, time. right? All but the Time. But that shapes exactly who we are you now are. and who we need to be. And it made you so good now. That's where the Romans 8 and 28 comes and says, you know, like we keep saying, that that, that all things work together for the good for those that love the Lord mm -hmm. and are called to his purposes. Now, again, that's a tricky, tricky passage and verse. I say it so fast and eloquently because I say it a hundred <laughs> times a day. Yep. But, uh, but this is the point is that all things, that's the beginning of that. Mm -hmm. Now, think about that, Mike. All things, mm -hmm. all of them, all. everything, all of it, 
the entire, the complete, the whole, all things work together mm -hmm. for the good. Mm -hmm. So for your good, man, for my good, all of these things that I went through, mm -hmm. because I love the Lord, they don't, love, they don't just work together for everybody. Mm -hmm. That's the truth. Because it's going to be based off of how you're perceiving them. Yes. See what I'm saying? Yep. So if I tell you that it's a duck and you call it a dog, that's on you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's on you. So it's going to work together for your good, man. And, 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 and that's what we do wish that we knew these things then, you know? But there was no way. No, it's no way to know. It's no way to know him. Nah. You know? And and if you and if you knew him, you would have known him. Well, the only reason you know him now is because we went through him. That's it. So you can't it's done. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. Um, yo, we could talk all night. You know? I know. We man. could keep going. I know. So I know. I, I, there was a ton of other stuff, but we Tell me, yo, what, what do you nah, want to nah, do? Nah, no, we've no, been no. through this. Nah, this is give us an excuse to do this again because okay. I really I want to hear more yeah. about the travel after this. Right, how after Black Lightning is going and how that keeps going and what your star looks like. Oh, and, man. And just, just you know, all of that. Cause Who things, knows what that's going to be? I mean, but that's going to be the fun part. And I think that's a whole other thing we could talk about because I think there's going to be a lot of change, right, in, 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 in your world and in your space. Like, you're on a different path right now. And it's just, yeah. just a whole new chapter. Yeah. Right? And, and that's the fun part of life. Yeah. Is that we all have new chapters and, and change is, is a sign of life, right? That mm -hmm. means we're alive. Yeah. Once we don't we stop changing, we get closer to passing away. Yeah. And I and I and I'm I I think, you know, what I said in the end is, is truly I'm glad that we spoke that up, is that I, I really am in marvel I'm marveled and I'm curious to what is to come. And I you know, I'm I have to say it, it's testing my faith too, mm. because you 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 know, you get to a point like I am now, and and you might ask yourself, "Why me? Mm, why not you?" And then that's the reply that you 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 have to immediately mm. answer yourself with. You know what I'm saying? And and that's when you when you're doing that, Mike. And it's just from brother to brother. When you ask yourself that question and you immediately answer yourself, "Why not you?" Mm. You know that you got God in your heart. Mm. Cause that's who put that there. That confidence, that strength, yeah. right? You know he's there. So then that means, again, that you kind of just gotta brace yourself for what's to come. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And and be prepared. Brace for or, it. or prepare? I think we prepare. Cause bracing. Yeah. Almost like. Well, when I say brace, you sound yourself, resistant, I mean, right? No, no, no. I mean, because of how great it could be. It, how great it could yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean when I say brace yourself for mm. it. You know, like mm. buckle up, put mm. your seatbelt on. Okay. You know what I'm okay, saying? You, that, you about to go for a ride? Oh man, take it from me, brother. <laughs> I'm a walking example of that. That's what I'm saying. I'm a walking example of that because I I don't know if I was braced. I might have been prepared. <laughs> no, I'm just being honest. You had the seatbelt on. You was like, hey, I'm trying to buckle up still. I was, Yo, <laughs> I was prepared because, I was, like I said, I was, I was more prepared. And not even on the acting side. Notice when I'm saying that I was preparing. I wasn't going to acting class or acting school or reading mm -hmm. acting books. No. No, you was prepared for the blessings to be bestowed. Exactly. 100%. So, and that's for the listener. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I wasn't preparing that way. But then at the same time, you know, in the midst of preparing for the blessing, 
you got to realize that, okay, well, all this faith you're building up, it's going to come, something's going to come down on uh, you. So you <laughs> Now I got to execute. You, exactly. Yeah. You got to be prepared for that. And mm-hmm. then it's it's funny because uh, I was listening to this sermon the other day, um, and, and and he was talking about, you know, uh, T.D. Jakes to give the, the good minister and the good bishop credit, um, uh, how we always ask for things, and we're not even, we don't ask ourselves if we're prepared for them. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All that comes with what all comes asking. with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We want this thing. Mm-hmm. We want this job. Mm-hmm. We want this thing. This whatever this material thing is. Mm-hmm. And then we don't. I start to sound like him too. Like, that. but you you want you want these things, right? But you don't even ask yourself in the midst of all that wanting. And it's funny because I speak I speak to my daughter about this all the time, because our kids are like that. Mm-hmm. They want all this stuff. But but our experience is here to tell them can if they can handle it or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think at that especially when they become adults or mm-hmm. you know at that point. Um and 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 that's one thing that for me that and, and for anybody listening that is important is like okay, I want this. I want this. I you know or whatever, you know, you might say I want that girl, you know? Shit. But mm. can you handle that girl though? And all the yeah. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> <laughs> you just shaking your head. Because no, dead ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's exactly that. So, so you know, and, and that goes, but Mike, that goes in all things. Mm-hmm. Again, back to Romans 8 and 28, right? It goes back to all things, man. You want it, but can you handle it, mm-hmm. man? You know? You want, desire, that's the devil's playground, man. Yeah, man. That's, you know, dangerous yeah. territory, man. Yeah. So, yo, let's leave this off with, uh, yo, I think the message when this one is, why not me? Why not me, man? Why not me? Why not me, man? Why not you? You know, I think the only thing stopping you is you a lot of the times, right? So let's get Mm -hmm. out of our own way and let's live, man. Let's let's get this life going. Yes, sir. You know, anything you want to leave us with or leave the listeners with? Um, yeah, I I would just like to say that it um it always gets worse before it gets better. Mm. And um but your best days are always yet to come. Um, and I'm I'm a true and living example of that, man. And, and it's, I, I, it's a trip when I say it, because I there was times in my life that I did not believe it. Mm-hmm. You know, I sound so confident in it now, and I know it's easy to sound that way yeah. when things are going your way. You know, but if you listen to my story tonight, you know that things didn't always go my way. But I kept walking toward it. Mm-hmm. I kept moving toward it. And I did not, you know, there wasn't, and, and if you listen to my story as well, I hope you take that there wasn't one lane mm. that brought me to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's okay. It's like, okay. Sometimes you need that change. Sometimes mm. you just, you, you're done with that part you, of your life. You, you gotta can go past it. You just keep going toward it, though. Yep. Just don't stop. No, hundred percent, man. Yes, thank sir. you, man. Thank you, thank Mike, you, for thank having you, me, bro. man. This I really was fucking awesome. It. We could have gone a couple hours. I know, I know, so, and I just loved it. It's like therapy for yeah, me. I think it's therapy for everybody. It is. I know it is. This is a great thing you got going here, nah, man. For keep sure. doing it, man, and keep. You know, one thing I would say, without I, I would, because I know the guests you have yep. um, on the show already, and I and I'm honored to be one of them, and and one thing I would say is is continue to f- give and find unique stories to tell and characters to come up here and you know real people their characters mm-hmm. but real people to come up here and and tell their stories that that you know 
will really encourage, mm -hmm. you know, and and propel people to keep going. Yeah. I see what you're trying to do here, and like I, I'm really in full support of it. And I'll be back, man. Nah, for sure, man. Lovely. All right, y'all. Okay. One. Man, I had an incredible time on this episode. It was great. But this is really about encouraging everyone to really just have conversations with your peoples, man. Be open, be honest. We all have our, our trials and tribulations in life, but we learn from each other. We learn from our friends. So just continue to grow and grow with each other, right? So mask off. You can't heal what you don't reveal. We'll see you on the next one. And make sure you follow us at Mask Off Pod.